Father in heaven, you are God. And we thank you so much for the opportunity to be drawn to you by your mercy and grace. And thank you for the provision by the word of the Lord to show us how we can live for your pleasure. Tonight, dear Lord, we are asking that the word of God will not come and fall to the ground. But the word of the Lord will come and renew us in a manner that we will take caution to walk with you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know that For many years, when we begin to gather, Wednesdays, Sundays, and other days, sometimes we may lose the essence of the gathering. But I read from Bible that as they gathered at the feet of the apostles, it was different. Revive us unto the Spirit in the name of Jesus. So that when your word shall come to us, your word will have effect. Tonight I pray, O God, that none of us will miss the spirit of your word and the power of your word. In the name of Jesus. Because of this I ask, O God, that offerings will be given by the Spirit so that I will speak as I ought to. That these two days that we will be fasting and waiting on you and praying will be renewed by the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Tonight we are going to be looking at how to love the Lord more than self. And I know that the topic itself is quite heavy. How to love the Lord more than self. But as I looked through the Bible, I saw that (laughs) it's a very serious thing. Anybody who loves the Lord and the measure of his love for God does not pass himself. It will not be the best way to get closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's a message that I, for the next two days, I want to plead that we pay attention to what we'll be hearing critically. The truth is that Christianity is a faith that, or it's, it's um, a religion that points to loving God. That's all about it. It points to loving God. More than anything else. And the truth is that God created man for his glory and for himself. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah is becoming difficult. Praise the Lord. I said that the truth is that God created man for his glory and for himself. And for his own pleasure. Let me be honest with you. If you lose this sort of truth, you can claim to be a Christian, but you will live for you. 
And I notice that quite a lot of people are still struggling. I pray that these two days will bring a renewal and a clear understanding for you and for me. Amen. You see, if you see and you read some of the things that Jesus said, and you invite the Holy Spirit to ask him questions, then you see that it is a serious matter. How to love God more than self is something that if you don't get a revelation and a touch from God, you may not understand that. So, we will be looking at this matter with a very clear eyes and understanding, even as we have asked the Lord. You see, that is why you come across, what is the greatest commandment? You come across some of these scriptures and then you begin to ask yourself, somebody meets Jesus and then he says, Jesus begins to talk and because of that, he wants to test him. And he says, what is the greatest commandment? And then he says, love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might. Let me, let, me, let me just, let's reason. If you hear things like this, they are quite heavy, eh? With all of your, he didn't say with all, with all. It tells you that we have not paid that, um, that much attention to the way we ought to pay towards God. And I pray that when we get a chance to pray, intentionally you will ask God to revive and renew your understanding about Him. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 14. We will take from verse 25. Now read to 33 and then I will come back. As God will give us grace to pick up few things. Now a great multitude went with him. And he turned and said to them. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father. And mother. Wife and children. Brothers and sisters. Yes. His own life also. He cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the costs? Whether he has enough to finish it. Lest after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. 
saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king? Does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks condition of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all, all, that he has cannot be my disciple. Praise the Lord. We must pray as believers, I'm telling you. These were not things said by some prophet somewhere. These were things said by Jesus. As I look into the mirror of the word, I, nothing will tell you to spray. You see what he said in the verse 25. And now great multitude went with him. And he turned and said to them. That's the point there. Let me be honest with you. A pastor. I mean I would love to see all this church field here. Everywhere people standing, every night or every occasion. And you will see that if you are not very careful, it will add to your ego. To let you think that you are so great a man, that is why many people are listening to you. But I see a different story with Jesus. Jesus was never enthused by the multitude. But as to motive, he was very concerned for us. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I, you don't know the fire in my spirit. I'm praying that certain understanding will come to our Christian walk. And thank you very much, ambassadors, for that song. That may your life be pleasing unto him. Praise the Lord. When Jesus saw the multitude, he was not moved. By the size of the crowd. But look at what he said. Great is great. Great is uncountable number of people. You know why Jesus, one of the reasons why the people were so motivated to killing him was because their churches were becoming empty. The Jews. Because they themselves said that everybody is turning to follow him. So that is why the priest got involved with killing Jesus. Because the people saw that this man, if we don't eliminate him, our popularity and our 
ego and our desires will be finished. You, you have no idea how the rabbis were highly respected. You don't have any idea. That's why they wore long guns and everything. So when Jesus came to the scene, they had been reduced to nothing. And it was a pain in their hearts. So they decided we must eliminate this man to have what we used to have. But for him, when the crowd was following, he was not moved by the crowd. That is when he does his examination to tell them that I am not moved by the crowd. I am rather concerned about the heart with which you want to follow me. I pray tonight that you will begin to think why you want to follow Jesus. I tell you. I'm begging you. There are so many reasons why people want to follow Jesus. And when I hear statements like this, it's all about Jesus. Thank God for that. But I want to tell you, it's deeper than the way we present it. So the Bible said, he turned to the multitude. And he began to say things that had to let them decide. Are you listening, a child of God? Jesus, I thank God. Jesus began to say things that will let every individual decide whether he will follow him or he will go back. You see, that is why one day, when he turned and said to them, also another great crowd, he turned to them and said, if you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you are not part of me. That thing hits the crowd. We all know that most of the people will follow Jesus because of either the food or the miracles. or It was never about the teaching. That's why when in Matthew chapter 5, when he climbed up to the top of the mountain and the multitude were following him when they got to the bottom of the mountain, they all stopped there, including his disciples. He climbed up and he went to the highest level of the mountain. He sat down and the Bible said that his disciples, looking at the situation quickly, they also went and they sat down there and they sat with Jesus for over three days, he teaching them Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And the people were very comfortable waiting at the mouth of the mountain until Jesus returned. And when he returned in chapter 8, one of them said, I need a healing. And he gave the healing. I want you to know tonight, if you don't ask God to turn your heart to love him, you may miss the point. Hallelujah. Because, you know, brethren, this faith, we've seen things over. People have motives of serving the Lord. May your motive be right, such as that you may know Him and serve Him. Hallelujah. He turned to them. When you see, see simple, simple things in the scriptures, I want to beg you. 
say to the Lord, Lord, what is this written for? Otherwise, you can easily gloss over. There is a reason. The reason started from here. He turned and faced them. And listen to what he said in the next verse 26. Verse 26. If you'll be so kind to quickly roll to 26. Church, can you please join me as we read this? One, two. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, Yes, his own life. I want to hear that portion again. He, another one, he. It's a palaba. It's a big case. You know, he said, to the multitude, we are again. In other words, he was simply asking, why are you following me? Are you following me because you love me? Are you following me because I mean so much to you more than your mother, than your father? Let me tell you tonight, everyone sitting here, if you had a choice to make a decision tonight because of a father or a mother, if you have a choice to make tonight between your father and coming to church tonight, only for tonight, are you here? What do you think the answer will be? Your father has come. Let's assume that your father has come from the village. And your father, your message was sent to you around 5.30 when you came to church. Your father said, I'm waiting for you at home. Come. Something important for us to talk about. I just, don't give me the answer. Judge it for yourself. How many of us would say, I love my Jesus. You wait when I come. When I finish, I will come. I can tell you that. Not many of us will do that. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? Whenever you have these sort of things, just relate it and see. There are all of us sitting here tonight. I can tell you that we would abandon any we would abandon any meeting with Jesus when it relates to your father, your mother, your brothers, your sisters. Tell me I'm lying. Is there anybody who can challenge me to say, Pastor, as for me, yeah, I will not do it. Is there anybody like that? This calls for prayer. Many of us do things at the expense of the love of Jesus and we think there is nothing wrong with it. I pray that these two days 
God will give us such an understanding so that our attitude in following Him will change. Praise the Lord. Do you agree to this? I know that some of you will say, ah, you are taking it to the extremes. But I know that he took it to the extremes when he was speaking it. Praise the Lord. You see, this Jesus we serve, he's the best man to tell us how we can get closer to God. He's the best man, nobody else. The crowd and the question or the, the matter that he threw was such that it left the great multitude to decide. In other words, everyone in the group had to decide for himself. Because this kind of question is not a group question. True or false? Everybody has a mother. A lie? Oh, you are not minding me. Your mother is not my mother. Isn't it true? My father is not your father. So what you will see is that there are people whose fathers and mothers have been very good to them. And I can tell you that because of that, if Jesus came and said, you know, I was, there, is, there are some scriptures earlier on. When I, somehow I chance on them. And I say, ha! Huh? Jesus now, somebody comes and he tells him that, you, follow me. And he says, I have just married a wife. I'm not saying I won't follow you, but she's important to me. When I finish with my honeymoon, I will come. Another person said, I have a farm. And I have few things to sort it out with them. Another person said, I have a land. You know, when I read those things and I connected and I realized that except something happens, we may call ourselves disciples, but we, are not, we may not be the disciples of him. So I'm pleading, even as we are sharing this, that the Spirit of God is being gracious to us. You can pray in your heart and he will hear you. Hallelujah. Amen. Please don't be mad at me because it is not me who said. It's the Savior himself. And I have found out that except we pay serious attention and take our time to examine. You know, let me be open to you about this. You know, we do have meetings whenever we are going to have our strategic conference, which is assessing what we have done and everything. And majority of the groups, I was so, how do I put it? First of all, I was surprised. And secondly, it raised a serious bedding of prayer and concern. And I will tell, tell you just as it is. Most of the groups, they have dues they pay. Five cities, two cities. People work. 
and they refuse to pay because it is too expensive. And you say you, are, you serve Jesus from which country? I was so burdened when the papers we were reading. And I said, hey, Jews, Jews that your own group has agreed every month, let everybody pay 10 CDs, 2 CDs, they don't pay. Sister Ajua. So I ask myself, does this person know that Jesus is seven? And I know for some of you it may seem as if, oh, oh, but you so said, yeah, man. Then it's anyahe, anyahe. My friend, can you imagine our understanding? If common dues such as five cities, two cities, you call yourself a Christian? I don't think so. Then I said to some of the groups, I am very certain that some people say that this church is rich, so there is no need even to give offering. I was convinced about that. So if you cooperate, repent and let God help you. I love that because, you see, I won't come and stand here and raise amount. This is your private something that your own group decided. If you love Jesus, these are not things that you would even want to pay and pay more and even give to somebody. But almost all the groups, I don't want to mention names, almost all the groups fell victim. When I left the meeting and I went home, I was crying inside of me. Then I understood. In the eyes of men, we are like Christians, but we are not disciples. May you repent even as we are talking. And do something about this. Because it's so sad. It's sad that I don't know how to put it. But I don't want to insult anybody. I rather want to tell you the truth. If I can hear. Now, can you compare your due paying to the loving of your father? Hello? Oh, you, you are very quiet today. Can you compare the five CDs dues? To your father. And yet Jesus said, if you love your father, you love your mother, you love your brother, you love your sister, you love your wife. Some of us will even choose our wives and brothers over Jesus. Repent in the name of Jesus. It's not a good thing. The condition to go to heaven is not cheap. So if you don't know, please. Whoever tells you that it is cheap, he is doing you harm and havoc. Hallelujah. So he says, and the, the, the last sentence was a border. Cannot. Who can tell me what does, ah, teacher, what is cannot? What does it mean? Cannot. It's not possible. It's not possible. 
If you mean to go to heaven, please, take your time. He said it in the same scriptures. Sit down and weigh things and measure everything that you are doing in the name of the Lord. What did I say? Measure everything that you are doing in the name of the Lord. What did I say? You may not love me tonight, but it's okay. But when I read scripture and I sit down, you know, let me tell you, I cry for me. And I repent. And then I say, this is how I will go. That's what I do. If you love, let's go to the, the next one. Cannot, let's go to the, because that one I will group it to say that who and whoever does not bear his cross and come after me can, uh, cannot be my disciple. That is another palabra. This I had to ask the Holy Ghost. I said, what is bearing my cross? And I think that I would be very happy if I can have few people to tell me. What is bearing your cross? What do you think the Lord is trying to say? Anybody can help us? Bearing your cross. Anybody? Let me stand here. Because he says that whoever... Now he has talked about your mother and father. In other words, family. If you love your family more than the Lord, forget. Forget. You cannot be his disciple. Now he comes and he says that if you don't bear your own cross, you cannot be my disciple. What does it mean to bear your cross? Can anybody help us? Is it because the meeting is becoming too hot? Nobody wants to talk? Eh? Okay, let me take it up myself. You know, I have read this scripture a lot of times. But it is today that it jumped out of the leaves. And hit my heart. Bearing your cross is this. Anything that will come your way, that would undermine what you have to do for God, and you give in to that, no, sir. To such an extent that if for Christianity, for the faith's sake, you have to go through suffering, bear it. Praise the Lord. Did you get it? Bearing the cross is receiving to yourself such a punishment or such uncomfortable state all for the sake of of the gospel. That's what it means. And I can explain it better in John chapter 18 verse 11. John 18 verse 11. Then we'll come back. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into your shell. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Praise the Lord. I want to hear you say hallelujah, at least. I asked you a question, you didn't mind me, but you can say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
thank you. Here was Jesus. He knew that for this reason he came into the world. His own disciple that he anointed and sent to go and work miracles, who went and worked miracles, came back and sold him for 30 shekels. Are you listening? Sold him for 30 shekels. And collected soldiers to come after him because he was going to betray his servant. Uh, he was going to betray his master. When they got there, Peter could not figure out that why should we sit here and let these people come and harass my master. Peter took the dagger and shook, removed one person's ear to say that all die be died. Let's finish it tonight. Then Jesus said, don't do that. He takes the, the ear and he puts it back and nothing happens as if nothing has happened. And then he tells Peter, why did you cut his ear? Don't you know that this is the reason why I came and the father himself has approved that this is what I need to do? I'm asking you, shall I not drink it? How many of us sitting here tonight? That you will drink something that God has set for you that this you have to go through by all means. And it's not palatable. You know why we are failing God? We have come to a point that even if God were to allow any of us to go through something just to prove His name, we would tell God that a demon is working against us. May you receive understanding in the name of Jesus. There is not a single one of us here if he was having attacks for following Jesus, will not fight back and bind the devils. But Jesus said, shall I not drink the cup? You know, the drinking of the cup is what proved or in other words, let me put it this way, is that which gave the approval of Jesus Christ that he was given with a name that is above every name. So if Jesus had not embraced and welcomed the cup that was given to him to drink, we will not be sitting here. There are many of us, and let me say it with, without any, nobody in mind. Let me tell you, there are many of us, we are in church because it's convenient. Those who are not here, it's not convenient. But I never read it from the Bible like that. They neglected not the assembling of themselves together. Sitting and drinking the apostles' doctrine and teachings. Today, church attendance with Bible has sanctioned and God approved that neglect not is even a palabra to many people. And we say we love him, we are his disciples. From where? 
May the Lord help us. I tell you, when I look at some of these things and relate to, to our lives, then I see that we are very far away. But we can come close. That's the good news. We can come close. Amen. I read this scripture. In fact, the things that I read, I can't share them all. The things that by the grace of God, that were revealed to me in this. Let me tell you something. I know every one of us knows that it is good to get up early in the morning to pray. True or false? Hello, true or false? But is this very easy to get up in the morning to pray? But if you love Jesus, you will hear a sound like this in your heart. I cannot sleep. I have to meet my God. May the Lord baptize you into that thing. We our pleasure is more important to us than the love of God. People will not come because their cars are broken down. Hey! People will not come because, oh, we have few things. And you know, always it sounds good to give those as excuses. So now you see, when I meet people and I say, oh, why didn't you come? And they give me, I don't talk. Because I know that it's their heart matter. They've decided. So there's nothing you can do. Where I can rebuke, I will. But majority of the time, I, don't, I will say, yo. Hallelujah. Because if you understand scriptures, there are certain things you, there are certain things you won't do. When they even pass under your nose, you will not. I see a demonstration of love that Jesus is talking about in this matter. Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your wife. And what makes it more difficult is yourself. But he's trying to, and everybody loves himself that when he had to pray, he had to sleep. Isn't it true? Well, let's face it, so we can repent. Isn't it true? How many of us haven't heard a voice like this? Sleep small. You are not the only person who hears that. If the time that you have set for yourself, that you are going to be meeting the Lord, and you know, and somehow the Holy Spirit does this wonders, when He will let you precisely wake up on that particular time, or maybe five minutes to the time, you, you hear another voice that say that, you have five minutes, so you can do it for five minutes. Now let me be practical, because I've been there too. And I have come to find out that it steals. It's the devil. But the choice is ours. Neither give place to the devil. Hallelujah. I can beg you to try. This time is too small. The things that are in my stomach, we can't share them all. But for the two days, I can beg you. If you like, come. I won't force you. But if you love Jesus, prove to him that I'm coming to your table. 
and we have agreed that we have to eat your broken body. Therefore, we need to prepare ourselves through fasting and prayer. I am not going to let anything stand in my way. I think if you come to that understanding, it will be good. Amen. The next scripture, turn with me, Ellen. Now, let me catalog this. It says, For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish, to finish it? Lest, after he had laid the foundation, he is not able to finish. All who see it begin to mock him. I want to show you. If we don't love Jesus, let me show something here quickly. If we don't love Jesus to such an extent that anything that will come our way to disorganize us from following him. If we don't sit down and truly decide that this Jesus that I have set, me, I have set him before me, I am really going to follow him rain or shine. That is where the cost comes in. I'm going to follow him rain or shine. If we don't sit down, it is not, it's not something you can cross over. It's something that you sit and make a deliberate decision. Now I was sharing with the people who were coming, and I told them in our meetings, as I mentioned earlier on, I said that there is something I want everybody to understand. Our getting together on Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, and sometimes different meetings will never stop, because that is how the Bible has ordained it. Our sharing of and teaching of the Bible and our meeting to pray will never stop. So if you think you have done it for 20 years and you, you are the one putting a tag on it that is monotonous. You are the one who is putting that tag on it. You have a big problem. You have to accept that. The Bible said, neglect not the assembling of yourselves. You will be taught there. You will pray together. You, if God is going to cause you to live for 90 years, make up your mind that I will not stop those meetings. It's not a matter of let's try to bring different things. We met one group and it was very interesting. We said, why are people not participating? He said, oh, we have tried everything. And because of that, we have even invited things that we think that it will be exciting for the group looking at the people. And... In fact, Osofu, the truth is that having done all these things, they will still not come. And I said, now, as you said, that the scripture came to mind. We came to play the music. They didn't get up to dance. So, brother, the issue is not the content. The issue is your personal attitude towards Jesus Christ. Full stop. I don't need a motivation to pray. I don't. Are you listening to me? A child of God, I don't need motivation to pray. I know. Me, myself, when I pull my chair that I want to pray, I'm already excited. Why? Because I know the master I want to talk to is here. Why shall I need a motivation? Why shall I need music? I make my own music. I praise Him. I can make wonderful music in His presence. His Spirit is available. I bless the Lord. I worship Him. 
I can sit down for three hours. It doesn't bother me because by His grace I've come to know that I'm dealing with my Lord. Some of us haven't come to that point. We think we need something to be able to do something. It is not spiritual. I beg you. Let's cry to God for this kind of fellowship. Some of us on our own cannot pray for three minutes. We love to sleep. What would that offer you? What would that offer you? When Jesus has said, men ought to pray and not to faint. Are you obeying the scripture? So brethren, the matter we are talking about is, if you love him, you will obey whatever he tells you. We have come to a point we need to grow. God gave us this word because he thinks that it is about time we started growing. If you have grown, you see, when you grow, you don't, you don't, you don't need anybody to motivate you. You see, I gave you an example. Your own dues in your own group, you are not even paying. And yet you tell me that you love Jesus. Which type of Jesus is that? Meanwhile, some of you same people will go to a prayer meeting and a prophet will speak all kinds of things and you will dump your whole money inside. May you cry to God for help. Honestly, may, may we do this. Because I think that this one and one with the Lord, we have mixed it. Completely. When you come to church on Sunday or Wednesday and you are taking offering from your pocket... The first thing that should occur to you is that I am giving this to the Lord. And when that occurrence comes, you don't flip through and say, by all means, I have to pay something. So I dump pew, the red one. Yeah, mobile. If you, if you are hearing me and you think God loves you and he's talking with you, pray in your heart. He will hear Hallelujah. Because brethren, when I see what is happening, if we do like, you see, this is why, let me tell you, there are many people here who are not here tonight, and I can tell you that, apart from those who probably have different situations, such as illness and difficult situations they found themselves, majority of people think that, I've done this Wednesday, Wednesday for too long, so... And you tell me you love Jesus? Am I the one who put in the Bible that neglects not the assembling of yourself? For those of you who are here, may you hear the voice of God. I want to say, may you hear the voice of God. And may you be obedient to every command in the Bible. Because he said that if you love me, if you love mother, father, sister, brother, more than me, you are not, and you don't qualify to be my disciple. <laughs> and that thing is not a small thing. In fact, that alone, we can stand on it tonight. And we won't close. But, may the Lord direct your heart. May he direct my heart to the love of God. Some of us are in fellowship. Some of us are in this church. They are here because, so that when I'm bereaved, I can have people to follow me. 
that vision must change. It's an unbelieving vision. The very people who don't even pay dues, when they are somebody closer to them is dead, and the church is struggling to get people, they start talking. Hey, this church, you see, they do it for some people and for some of us. They don't love us. Abba, may you repent. Too much. Hallelujah. Are you here tonight? A child of God, are you here tonight? <laughs> I'm not going to ask you. But I wanted to ask because it's not scripture. Praise the Lord. Ellie, you take me back to my scripture. Now we were talking about consideration. And I, as I sat down there and I was just looking and I said, Hey, Jesus is pointing something out very critical to us. He's saying that this race that you say you want to follow, follow after him. He's saying that just don't get up to do it. Sit down and decide that I will follow. Hallelujah. When he said that, if you don't carefully consider to follow, there will come a time... That something you will not be able to do it. And you'll be mocked. That mock there explains that you'll be mocked in hell. That's what it's people, if people mock you, what will they do? It won't do anything. But if you don't qualify to become a disciple, to be given with the right hand of fellowship in the eternal home, you'll be mocked. Praise the Lord. So, brethren, I want to plead with you tonight. I don't know how many of you are really praying it deep in your heart. But when I was studying myself, I kept praying. I would go and come and look at the scripture again. And I would say to my teacher, this thing is too serious. He said, it's serious because Jesus said so. I would go and I would come and sit down and say, ah. Mother, father, brother, sister. Some of us, some funerals that even don't concern us, we can prioritize, prioritize that over our fellowship with the God, our fellowship with God, and the neglecting of our meeting together. Funerals that don't concern us, that alone can give you passport to go for that funeral. Hey, I didn't see you last weekend. I went for funeral. Who died? My friend's friend. And then you say, Pastor Dennis, I love God, oh, I won't talk. Because you, have, you love God in your own definition. But if I can only plead with you, go back to Bible and see how he says you should love him. Amen. I found out that, especially in that scripture, you stay there, but especially in that scripture... When he, when he started listing father, mother, brother, sister, and wife, and then he closed it up with self, then I discovered that we don't live for our pleasure anymore. I was preaching somewhere. I prepared two sermons. I spoke to the Lord. It was quite, I don't know why. 
I was very confident when I sat at the place immediately. All the two sermons will not enter. And I said, Lord, why are you doing this to me? He said, I'm not doing anything to you. And I said, Lord, what would you have me to say? Because I don't pick up that I'm supposed to preach, preach any of these sermons to this group of people. And as I was sitting quietly, one person came to lead. And he was leading a prayer and made a statement like this. Thank God that we are living today. We are alive. Ha! When he said that, that word sank into my heart. Ko! And then I knew the Lord wanted me to pick up something. So I opened up my spirit. And I said, yeah, we say this very often. What does that mean? And I took my Bible, went to a search. And then I found the scripture in Psalm 118 verse 17. Quickly, and then you come back to the same. Don't forget 29 where you are. Psalm 118 verse 17. As soon as I saw the scripture, it's as if the Holy Ghost said, this is what I wanted you to preach. Kai! Within that short time. I was left with just about two minutes to be called. Read the scripture for me. One, two... Actually, the, the brother said, I shall not die. And I said, but this one, we all say it. And I know that we all like the enjoyment of I shall not die, true or false. But then I discovered, as, teacher, as soon as I read the whole scripture, then the Lord quickly said to me, we only love life for ourselves, but we have forgotten that bit that say, as long as you are living, you are living to declare his works. Within that short time, my spirit caught that scripture. And I preached on that. Me, I've done my job. I felt I was not prepared adequate, but I have spoken what I have to speak. Later on, when I started getting calls, that people were so broken, but when they were sitting there, there was no sign. There was their faces were, in fact, they were very stiff faces, eh? So me, when I finished, I vamut. But I didn't know that the Holy Ghost. And I said, we are sitting here. We are very happy. Everyone confesses, I shall, I shall not die. And in fact, I prepared a sermon for you. Very soon it will be released. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Don't you like to confess that? We love the first person, the first sentence. I shall not die. I shall not die, but I will live. We love that. But we have forgotten that. There is something in there that says that. And declare the works of God. Now the question is, are you living to declare the works of God? Then you will see many are found wanting. The way the Lord shut my spirit through the scripture. Then I realize that the life that we live, we don't live for we. So if God says I should love, we should love him. I want you to get it very clear. 
You are working to be paid. Bless the Lord for it. But what are you doing to declare His works? The reason why you have been permitted to leave is to declare His works. Would you be, would you be so kind to ask yourself, am I declaring His works? I'll show you some things more. Prelims of the sermon to come. The man Moses has lived for God properly. The day Moses did not live to declare the glory of God, that day they signed his certificate. His certificate was signed. You remember God made a statement when he was supposed to point to the water and then he struck it. You remember the statement that God made? He said, in fact, Moses is the one who spoke and said, Shall we bring you water? Taking, and God said, I wanted you to honor me before these people. You sign that your burial should be prepared. It was in that scripture when I was studying that I discovered that some people even die early because... They are not declaring the works of God. So I I can prove by scriptures. So my brother, my sister, if you are here tonight and you are alive, now anytime you come to read the scripture and then you say, I shall live but not die, add to it that I may declare his works. And then you do self-examination that you are declaring his works. Where did, why do we come here? God wanted you to hear. And wanted me to know. Amen. So if your attitude changes towards what God has committed into your hands. You see, Jesus said, listen to this. The cup that the Father wants me to drink, shall I not drink? In other words, I did not come to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And that has been handed over to us. So, brethren, if I can humbly appeal to you tonight, if your life is all about you, Paul also said, for me to live is Christ. Die is gain. So, if you are not living for Jesus, there's a cause to pray and to repent. Hallelujah. This is all had to do with this issue of loving God. Some of us, God has placed us in positions such as we'll be able to promote the kingdom from where we are standing. We say that you put us there, let us enjoy and finish. Hallelujah. Switch. I told you I can't finish this. In fact, we haven't even reached the juicy part. But it's okay. This faith. Hello? Consider how you are running it. Please consider. Don't be ashamed to ask yourself very simple questions. Am I pleasing God? They sang to us. You know, you can be in this limbo... Which can let you think that you are pleasing God, but you'll be pleasing yourself. Unless there is a certain sharpness that the Holy Ghost puts in your spirit. Then whenever you switch to pleasing yourself, then it will come like a chisel. This thing that you are doing, do you, are you doing it for God? 
If you don't have that, you will always justify to think that what you are doing is right. There is nothing wrong with it. Maybe tonight pray the Lord make it such that if it is not for your glory and it's not for you, may I know it so I can retreat. Hallelujah. Lest after he had laid the foundation, he is not able to finish it and all who see it begin to mock him. This race you have started, may you not be mocked at the end of your race. It is a good time to say, so shall it be. Amen. Amen. This race that you have started, may you not get to the point that, that your sincerity and your commitment to spiritual things have been exchanged with something else. And let me tell you, my dear brethren, it can happen when you will not be aware. But if you allow the Holy Ghost, you know one day, I've said it to you, when I used to work, and I was serving God in addition, at the time that I became busy and was not coming to prayer meetings and all of that, Money was also coming. It was like that. But I thank God for one thing. I was always crying that, Lord, I'm being blessed, but I'm, I, I feel empty. And I thank God that consistently when I prayed, the Lord changed my position and gave me the opportunity to be able to fellowship with the brethren. It was on that that I discovered that. The choice was mine. And some of us, when we get the opportunity to be blessed, and it's affecting, we don't fight to get it back. May your eyes be open tonight. Hallelujah. May I confess to you, I am not ready to exchange my eternal heritage with anything in the name of Jesus. I tell you, as God gives me strength and ability I will not neglect any meeting that I need to be there. I will not do it. I won't do it. Because where else shall I go? Where else? These meetings, you see it like that. They are approved meetings. Oh, Bible calls it two or three shall gather. The presence of God is there. So they are approved. It is not now that we are going to ask for approval of it. It's already approved. And the gathering shall not be to any man but unto who? God. So they are already approved. So I will not sit anywhere else or let somebody let me stand anywhere else rather than the house of the Lord. Anyway, let's get back. The love of God. I was trusting God to make it so practical as possible. So we will see. Verse number 30. Saying, this man began to, it's okay, let's go to the next place. Or what came? I don't, let me just do the third one, which is the 33, and then I, I, I think we'll stand to pray for a few minutes. Shall we read the scripture together, please? One, two. So likewise, 
Whoever of you does not forsake Hey, are you sure he said that? How many things are you supposed to forsake? Because in the list he himself gave us, mother, father. You know, the most important people in, in this life to us are the ones that Jesus listed. Hello? Yeah, they are the ones Jesus listed. You don't take mother for granted. You don't take father for... Mine, they are dead. So, thank God, I have a relief there. Praise the Lord, they are gone. It's no more... My, my mother says, come on Sunday, I'm not... My teeth is hurting me. No, they are gone. Praise God. So, that side, I am covered. Father went long time ago. I'm covered. But those of you whose fathers are alive, make a choice between them and the Lord. My brother, my sister, one, two is gone. Those who are there, I have already signed the papers with them that God first. So there's no problem. Ah, I thank my God. So when it comes to these family issues, this is my wife here, she also was listed there. And she has heard for herself. So I'm sure that in her contest, my husband too. Hallelujah. No, it's true. You see, until we see it that way, we will not understand the word of God. So, brethren, I beg you, in the name of the Lord, can we trust God? Thank God for those of you who have good wives, good husbands, who are fellowshipping with you. Provoke each other unto love and to good words. They say, Master, sorry, me and Hallelujah. That's the way we need to provoke one another. May it not be that my wife said this and that's all. My wife, we have to. You see, even Jesus knows that we have to love them. You will love them. He is the one who said. Now you see, when he said you hate them, he doesn't say hate like hate. He is trying to say anything that you will exhort above the relationship between you and Jesus, that thing must come secondary. Hallelujah. And so tonight, I don't know how you're going to pray. We have a few minutes. I will beg you, if really you have heard, amen? If not, I don't know what else. And I must tell you this in conclusion. I feel I have spoken to me. I feel I have come and sat down and I have been spoken to. So I know which kind of prayer I'm going to pray. Shall we be on our feet? Please. Thank you, Lord. Shana Mahadaya. Please, let the bowels speak some things to the Lord. Let your inside. Last week when I heard Pastor Benpon preach on the subject, are we willing to lose anything for him? For the will of God. I've been reflecting. You can be very honest with God tonight and just simply tell him that Lord I don't think that I've made your priority from the way the mirror of your word is flowing. 
You can also say that, but Lord, it's not my fault. I can tell you that, brother, it will not be a good prayer. See yourself where you have fallen, and the greatest prayer man ought to pray, ask for repentance, he will forgive you and do something about it. We've been talking about how we may love the Lord more than self. And scripture has proven it clearly. When he said that if you love mother, sister, brother, and yourself, your own self, you cannot be my disciple. That's what we've been talking about. And if tonight you say, Lord, I have seen a new action. And I think I haven't done very well, Lord. Please help me, dear brother, I know he will. Lord, that's not how I want my life to be. I want it to be consecrated to you, Lord. So thank you for your word to my life. Redirect my love for you, Lord Jesus. Diba si kaleri makonda baruku sukuturi bakobo goshinge. Mopiata birima varasata saseli ne merekondo ya ida ida idisaya. Yadapdora tasta gabogondo ya. I will plead that you pray. I will plead that you talk from the bottom of your heart to the Lord. Dear one, I will plead that you will ask the Lord to help out. And let's be very honest. He is a God we are talking to. We are not talking to somebody who is dead. We are talking to the living God. May I ask you to please do this. As unto the Lord. Your personal deep prayer. Mabuda Look at your own thing that God has given to you to do as a child of God that he has committed something into your hands. Look at the way you handle it yourself. Begin to plead that he will forgive you. For all seek their own but not other things of Christ. So says the scripture. Plead that everything that has come between you and God will be dealt with by the Holy Ghost. Kumbala kashakataria, mafitoria faleri babaya. Lord, I pray, O oh God, and I ask, O oh God, as I dedicate my life to you one more time, consume me by your love that I may see you. For you said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. Lord, any distractions I ask that you remove from any of our brethren and from all of us, O God. Show us mercy. Give us the eyes to see, O God, that we together will agree with you and uproot all things that are obstructing us to serve you. Shadagada, Jandaba Sataya. Father, we don't want to be blind. We don't want to be comfortable when, when we know that it is not so. Comfortability is distracting us. Hey, Lord, I beg you, I plead by the name of Jesus for one another tonight. Shall we pray for this church that the Lord will heal us and heal individuals 
from commitment to other things not of God. Lord, look with favor upon us. Heal this church. Direct our house to the love of God. Unto the coming of the Lord Jesus. Plant into us the fear of the Lord. That we may value the relationship with you more than anyone else. More than family. More than family. More than family. We are standing on your word to pray. Where we have become blinded and have been taken over by different things, Lord. Deliver us in the name of Jesus. And guide us, O God, that you will be number one in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Azuri makorokosho. Kontorobo sikaya bakarakataya. In the name of Jesus. Father, help me. Dear Lord, dear brother, would you pray just a minute and tell the Lord to help your life. Help me, Lord. I want to serve you the best way you want, not the best way I want. So show me your ways, Father. Show me your ways, Lord. Show me your ways. Prepare me, Lord, for you. Let me be a worthy vessel. Pray, Lord. Let me not justify my ways and my mind and my plans. Father, Lord, put diluted this, I mean crush it, until your own, O God, comes to consume my heart. May I be consumed by the zeal of the Lord. May I be consumed by the love of the Lord. May I be renewed by the strength of the Most High. May I, may I, Lord, Lord, let me see you. Let me love you. Let me do. Kandoroko Sokoto. You are my strength. You are my shell. You are my focus. Please renew my vision spiritually. Let it be all for you, Lord. I want to be your disciple. I want to pursue as a disciple. But you have told me the things I need to know. Tonight I pray that I will not take them for granted. In the name of Jesus, may it be consolidated in my heart. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I pray this for all of us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Would you take a good offering tonight, please?